0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Quality Matters. I'm Darcy. I'm Kyle. All right, we are going to revisit our last episode about leadership versus management, and I kind of hinted at that we had a great story for it. In today's global economy, quality matters. Benjamin Franklin once quipped, the bitterness of poor quality remains long after the sweetness of low price is forgotten. Quality Matters is here to talk about all things quality, So whether you're looking to improve your business, getting ready for an audit, or dealing with failed inspections, tune in, check us out, then get back to doing work that matters. So um, I had taken my car to the shop just to get the oil changed while it was there. Found out it needed lots of other things done. Like the oil
1: was leaking and AC So valve, gasket
0: covers. I asked them if they could fix the AC. Yeah, sure, no problem. Took them a couple of days, and I got it back. I was taking the kids to Amarillo so Kyle could do some work without distraction.
1: A week of coding.
0: Yeah. Woo-hoo! So, on the trip, I noticed that my AC wasn't working. hmm And as I've mentioned before, I don't like conflict, so I kept it to myself. Unless for it's
1: a... with me. That doesn't seem...
0: like <laughs> mind. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. So, I kept it to myself. I didn't I even tell Kyle because I, you know... Men in general are problem solvers. I knew as soon as I told him, he's going to say, Well, just take it back. <laughs> I didn't want to do that. And um, so, you know, finally got hot enough. I had to admit to Kyle, and um, we didn't take it back just yet. We, I can't remember the whole order of operations. I was driving it, and all of a sudden, it felt like everything stopped. So, uh-huh. I took it That's to right. a um, another, another no. place that was close by just because the power steering was out. It's less so than a mile from where we were. This other
1: one's a transmission shop. The first one's a lube shop. So we can just refer there it we go because we're
0: trying to avoid yes. using names. So I managed to get it to the transmission shop. Sure. Um, we went out of town for the weekend. They called and said a bolt broke on the engine block. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of money. <laughs> We went to go pick it up, and they said, well, it actually wasn't on the engine block. It mm-hmm. was on the AC compressor.
1: Right. And that's a big deal, though, because originally they thought it had broken off inside the block, and that was going to be a huge expense, more than the vehicle's worth to get it fixed. Yeah. and But they, these folks were very Very honest. honest very and honest. And said,
0: nope, it was a bolt on the AC compressor mm-hmm. that broke, so... Then I didn't really mention it to Kyle because, again, I don't like conflict, but that's exactly what the lube shop had replaced to fix my AC that wasn't bro- blowing the cold. They replaced the compressor. So now not only is the AC not fixed, it has cost us over a thousand more dollars because they didn't tighten mm-hmm. the bolt. Mm-hmm. So we take it back to the lube shop. We say, hey, still not blowing cold. And it turned out it was. Some wiring. They told yeah. us exactly what part that it uh, needed. Some wiring it. issues. And they said, also, one let you know your valve cover gasket is leaking. Yeah, or whatever th- the proper term is. Yeah, and I said, uh, well, that's funny because both these things you guys just fixed yep. in December. Yep. Um, so all of this came to a pretty big head because we ended up going back to the transmission shop to get the print off. Mm -hmm. to show that it was the bolt on the ac compressor because you know we need this loop shop to reimburse us for what they messed up and so it was not a pretty engagement it was over a period of several days and even when they were
1: it it started to become a problem with communication right right because the vehicle was going to be ready on thursday then friday and then
0: and then i said well i'll be out of town for the weekend i'll pick it up on monday great we'll have it ready we went to pick it up. They said, oh, nobody called you? Yeah. And then, oh, we'll have it Wednesday at the latest. Mind you, we both work. Luckily, mm-hmm. we work together, but we have three children yeah. that are going in different places. And um, anyways, so we asked for a rental car. Well, then can you give us a rental car? Yeah. It wasn't going to be right. Well, that's above my pay grade. I can't approve that. I can ask for it, but I can't <laughs> approve that.
1: Mind you, this is the lube shop talking. This is a lube shop. And, and it, was, it was so interesting, the stark difference between these two facilities right
0: well and i'm not even going there with the facility so it was several days finally got the car back i can't remember the whole issue i know that at one point we went there and this manager at the lube shop was just kind of flailing his arms and Raising trying to I drive off. I wouldn't say yelling, but raising his voice. Yeah. And he said, let's go in the office and talk about it. So we went in the office and he said, close the door. So we closed the door and immediately within a minute mm-hmm. was like, get out of my way. You're blocking my way. There's nine cameras to show that you're blocking my way and trying to make it something totally not. And he, his favorite phrase was it's above my pay grade. It's above my pay grade. Yep. I can't make that decision. So Kyle had told me to keep my mouth shut. Y'all, I can't keep my mouth shut. <laughs> And I said, and thankfully I didn't, <laughs> because I looked at him and I said, he he said something about, that's not my decision. Right. And I said, then give us the phone number of the person whose decision it is, and we will leave you alone. Yeah. We will be happy to walk out of here if you'll just let us know who we need to talk to. Yeah. And he took us back into the office and pointed at a card. And so I think Kyle had to jump through a number of phone calls to get to what seems to be maybe like a district manager, mm-hmm. I'm not sure what his job mm-hmm. title is, um, and the district manager or leader mm-hmm. has been so apologetic. Oh gosh, amazing! So person. wonderful to amazing work person. with. He has got. He has been like one time call called him. He said, "Well, I'm watching the I'm reviewing the cameras right now." Mm-hmm. He was going to meet us with a check. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, to refund us mm-hmm. some of the some of their labor charges, um, unfortunately for him, before he did that, I needed to get my oil changed, and I wanted to get it changed at a different place to see. Yeah, and sure enough, the other place and third shop, right? <coughs> excuse me.
1: The brake place
0: said the brake place will say <laughs> said your valve cover gaskets yes. are leaking
1: <laughs> the third time,
0: and um. And something about the oil pan. The screw in yeah. the oil pan had been stripped and replaced with a bigger one. I'm sorry, i got to get a drink. <coughs> Can you fill them in?
1: Uh, I'm not real sure what to do about this. <coughs> it's not the coronavirus, folks. It's
0: not. It's allergies. We <laughs> live in
1: Houston. It's the Houston pollening.
0: Yeah, it's so bad. All the cars are <laughs> oh yellow. My gosh. I'm so sorry about that, y'all. So, the third place (coughs) said your valve cover gaskets are leaking and the screw on the oil pan has been stripped. And then they drilled down and put a bigger screw in it. Again, you need a new oil pan.
1: Like, these are things to tell people. Yeah. These are things you tell people.
0: Because if the lube shop didn't do that. Right. It doesn't matter because they didn't tell us to start with. Exactly. So now it falls on them.
1: Well, what do I talk about with if you have a nonconformity,
0: document it.
1: You never know when that bit of information is going to be valuable. Document things, right. folks. Document, right. document, document.
0: So Kyle called that. Well, we went to the break place and yeah. looked at it. They showed us all the Yeah. So Kyle called the district manager back, who that's when he was reviewing the cameras right then. Yeah. And he made it clear. He was reviewing the cameras to see what work they had done. And Kyle said, no, I want you to understand. I believe y'all did the work you say you did. It just wasn't done well.
1: Let me point this out, though, that manager, district manager never would have needed to review the cameras to see what work had or hadn't been done had the lube shop manager insisted on his people documenting the work they did do. Right. There's no paperwork. <clears throat> and that's part of what we're trying to get at here is like these basic, basic uh, skills that we talk about, the quality management, document things, effective communication, record nonconformities. Mm-hmm. we would have had no issues.
0: Right. We were... <clears throat> At the lube shop, we were never asked to come in and look at anything. Here, come on. We'll show you this. Yeah. Um, there were no pictures of mm-hmm. anything to show anything. Now, when we took it to the transmission shop in between. Oh, my god, They have a great communication system. Fantastic. It sends out a text, and the text attaches pictures of what exactly is any wrong. Not pictures,
1: but a link to a full-on report with every detail of what they did and didn't check. I mean. Right fantastic. But i still for me was just jumping up and down
0: going to the lube shop the cuz this is more about management versus leadership and what's the difference you know this district manager and I'm calling them I don't know that that's his right. name he seems to be over the particular lube shop mm-hmm. we we um had an encounter with but it also ties into your mission statement mm-hmm. and the culture you know if mm-hmm. if there was a culture created Mm -hmm. where this manager or even the employee felt comfortable in saying, Hey, yeah, maybe I didn't tighten it well enough. I was in a hurry. She needed to go out of town, you know, just create a culture. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because I knew we were coming up, we were going to do this episode and I started looking for a mission statement Mm -hmm. for this big company and I can't find one.
1: It's probably not there. I can't find
0: one. And and then there's a contact them page, Mm -hmm. and I try to contact them, but when I submitted it, there was an error. Um, (laughs) Just makes it all the more better. Right. (laughs) So, um, you know, again, we're still in the middle of the saga. By the time this airs, Mm -hmm. we'll probably have it solved. Maybe. But the district manager has been very nice. Mm -hmm. He has apologized profusely. Mm -hmm. He has listened because when we had the – the incident where they come in my office and then close right. the door and get out of my way, yeah. he ushered us out and invited us to leave, which we did because we're not going to, yeah. you know, have the police called on us. <laughs> But within moments, Kyle had a very long text from this manager, and yeah. I had a two-minute voicemail. And the district manager asked for both of those. We sent mm-hmm. those to both of him. Um, so I feel like the problem's going to get resolved. And it just—he said, "You know, I want to work to earn your business back." And I kind of said, "My car's never come to you." And Kyle said, "No, that you can work on that." <laughs> yeah, but. I
1: mean, I think this is a great example. I mean, I know this is obviously a very personal example, and almost even seems like we're just trying to vent about it, but it's it's not. It's. We all run into this stuff.
0: There's so many we situations. All run There's into so this. many um, experience in this whole yes. two month saga that have been really bad, yeah. but have also been really, really good. good. Yeah, um, and things out of our control, like when my car just stopped working. Thankfully, I was in our neighborhood on a not busy street by yep. myself, and yep. within a mile of the yep. shop, you know. But. Like we said, the transmission shop has a good system. We mm-hmm. trust them when they say, especially after the whole, you know, the bolt broke on the engine block.
1: And then they that was cut their price in half. I'm like, well, no,
0: it was five or six hundred dollars mm-hmm. more. But you know, they could have just said, "Yeah, that's what we fixed." Mm-hmm.
1: And we wouldn't have known the difference.
0: But that's not who they are, and that's not what they do, and we totally trust them now. But,
1: you know, they have on their front counter, though, they have their mission statement, Mm -hmm. and they are all about integrity, and it is plastered everywhere about integrity, and Mm -hmm. my gosh, these folks live up to it.
0: And they're... um You know, they're one of these places that like during Harvey or even a hard rain, they're always on the neighborhood Facebook Mm -hmm. page saying, if you need high ground to park your car Mm -hmm. on, we have space available. Of course, they have the, you know, waiver, like we're not responsible responsible." if something happened, you know, if it gets stolen or broken into. But if you want to park it on high ground, Mm -hmm. you can come park it here.
1: Yeah. And so it is it's it's a very uh, dramatic several dramatic differences you know from from the local management of mm-hmm. the the lube shop to his upper management and then that makes you wonder where's that breakdown what right. caused well, that
0: and then even even so we took it to the break place they said all this needed to be done we called the district manager he came with three or four guys. Oh, yeah. I think there was four or five four of them. Yeah. They came and met us at the break place, which I was thankful for. I want oh, yeah. them to come see. We're not lying. They're not uh-uh. lying. Come lie. And they spent a good 15 minutes looking Maybe at the more. car. Um, and then they sat down with us and he had one of the guys that was with him seemed to be a manager of another location of mm-hmm. the same lube shop. Yep. And that manager was very much like, yep. I'm embarrassed that right. you guys were treated that way yeah. and let us, they wanted to take the car back mm-hmm. and fix what wasn't fixed at the other place, which I wasn't comfortable with, but my husband said they're going to. And I <laughs> said, that's fine. Um, So it's just been a totally different experience from one mm-hmm. shop to the next, which gets me back to this manager that we mm-hmm. had the bad experience with. Maybe, he was a great mechanic and maybe mm-hmm. he was even a great lead mechanic. Yeah.
1: Well, and he's you mentioned several times his credentials. Mhm. And so you're probably right is he may have been just the best darn mechanic where he came from he just wasn't ready for this responsibility. Not even the responsibility but It's a total different skill set.
0: It is, and then it's you're losing money and admitting somebody did wrong, right? If you give in to the customer, and you know, so instead of instead of even trying to acquiesce or accommodate mm -hmm. us, he started. He began. This was where he really messed up. began insulting our character and calling us frauds and scammers and all these different kind of things. So he truly, like I think I mentioned on the previous episode. I knew emotionally I couldn't handle being a principal right. because I it would just tear me into Especially pieces. Especially if someone was
1: insulting, not even insulting, but frustrated with one of your teachers right. whom you were very passionate to protect. Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel like that was this guy's deal. Is we were saying the job wasn't repaired properly. Correctly. And he's like, well, this guy that did the work for you, he's a good guy. He, I mean, he's trying to defend And we his don't doubt people, he is a good we guy. We don't. And so... But these are the little things you got to be careful about how, how you address, especially as you move up the ranks. Is uh, And it's so tough, and it can be very heartbreaking. Like, you want to protect your people on one hand, but then on the other hand, you've got to work with your customer. And you've got these other requirements. It's, uh, you can get pulled in so many
0: directions. Yeah. So, uh, you know, again, it goes to what our character really is. We consider this guy who was so rude to oh, us gosh. and just think... Maybe he just wasn't ready for that. Yeah. Probably he's a great mechanic. Probably so. Probably really cares about his employees. Yeah. But it's just not... No. Right. And so then it makes me think, you know, two episodes ago or three episodes, (laughs) you know, about the mission statement. Where's the mission statement? We have discovered in this process that each one of these lube shops is independently owned and operated. It's really hard to get a hold of somebody. I don't know who the district manager is that we're talking to. Maybe he owns both. He has to own both shops for him to be able to. I don't know. Um,
1: But there's some chain of management there. Yeah,
0: yeah. And, you know, there's no mission statement that I can find. Mm -hmm. And I spent a lot of time looking yeah, and there was kind of a mission statement for their owner operator group. Right. Like, Hey, we have this owner operator website and right. the mission of this website for our right. owner operators is blah, 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 blah. Right. Um, so it looks like they haven't taken the time to make a mission statement for their whole chain, mm-hmm. probably because each one is individually yep. owned and operated, and they're expecting that. But that goes to choosing your managers mm-hmm. and choosing your owner operators. Mm-hmm. You know, it feels like through our experience that they just say, "Oh, you want to do it? Okay, great. Give us some cash, and <laughs> right. here, here's how we're going to help you." Yeah, and there's not a lot of which that in itself.
1: I mean, really, I, I think most people assume that's the way most business operates. Is, well, I provide a service, you pay me for it, I'll give it. Mm-hmm. Which only works if everything is perfect.
0: Right. And when
1: things aren't perfect, you have to have something deeper that you rely on to get the job done. And this district manager, this will be the last thing I say here, but this district manager, while maybe he's not done the most awesome job of explaining his, you know, his why to, or his mission to his uh, facility managers... He clearly has some very old school values that yes. drive his personal decisions. And he's got something deeper to attach to. Mm-hmm. If you don't have that deeper something, when things get rough, mm-hmm. what are you gonna what are you gonna stick to? What are you gonna unify around?
0: Yeah, I, I really think, you know, of course I don't have any say in the matter, but the lube shot needs to consider having an overarching totally mission agree. statement like we go and talk the hotel chain that we talked about that Stephen covey visited mm-hmm. the you know the uh, yeah global chain or whatever yeah. national chain had its mission mm-hmm. statement <clears throat> each location has mission statement that reflected that and then each department within mm-hmm. the location had a mission statement and i think that this lube shop definitely and it could be that it's just this one location. Could be. That's not functioning. And I know that this one location in particular has changed management several mm-hmm. times. That's why I keep getting, well, maybe it's better now and I'll try <laughs> it again. Um, so it could just be that little one location. I really haven't visited any other locations for this particular company. Mm-hmm. Um So it was just an interesting, you know. We look through, we look at everything through the eyes of this quality world and mission statements and leaderships and management. So as we were going through all this, we both said, "Wow, we really got (laughs) to talk about this."
1: Folks can learn a lot from it. You can learn so Mm -hmm. much from these things. But
0: well, and it goes back to on our previous episode when we were challenging you to make a mission statement for your department. You know, if you're an independently owned franchise make a mission statement yeah if you don't have one yeah and even if your overarching you know mm-hmm. brand has one still make one for your don't just copy theirs. I think that was great what the hotel yeah. did. They said, well but we're in this location mm-hmm. and we know what these people need yep. so make one for your location and for what your people need there.
1: Well if you didn't have proof already, quality matters.
0: <laughs> Thanks for listening.